welcome to the Unleash Your Voice podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Driuso, performer and creator by nature, voice specialist and leadership coach by day. And I work with entrepreneurs all over the world to help them unleash their voice and step into the leader that they were destined to be. This podcast is an unfiltered look at what it takes to truly own who you are as a leader, unleash your voice, and get your message to the masses. Are you ready to turn up the volume on your dreams, your desires, and your income? Sweet. Let's get started. What's up? What's up, you guys? I am so excited for this podcast episode. It is going to be lit. So ensure that you are in a space where it's safe to have an open flame because this episode is fire. And if you already know that I've used that joke before, you're definitely following me on all social medias. And if you're not, that's what you're missing. So why are you not? That is the question. Why are we not friends on Instagram? I just want to know. I think it's super awkward that you're not following me. I'm just saying. Anyways, today's episode is going to be so good. I had so much fun with my girl, Taylor Simpson. She is the bomb.com. And we just had such a great conversation. We had such a great um, conversation about manifestation and the behind the scenes and how the 99% will fuck you up. So you got to go 110%. You got to burn the boat. You got to jump in the water. You got to put your full ass into it and all that good stuff. So without further ado, here is Taylor Simpson, y'all. So excited today. We are here with Taylor Simpson. Let us know a little bit about who you are, what you do, and what you're going to be talking about today. I'm so excited. Yay. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to chat with you and dive into all that this goodness. So I help women get out of their own way so they can attract abundance. So that's just, that's my jam. And today we're going to be, I'm going to bring all of my light and value and knowledge around manifestation, law of attraction. So that way you listeners can start to actually put these to use the second the podcast ends and you can start attracting abundance into your life. So good. So how did you get into this? Like, what was your story about like getting into this field and really tapping into your own manifestation in your own way? Cause I feel like when we talked about it, you just talked about it in such a different way that I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it before, which is why I'm like, we have to bring this to the podcast. <laughs> so just share a little bit about how you got involved and what that looked like for you in your own life. Yeah, absolutely. So just kind of like a little bit of a background because it has not always been this way. I used to be the captain of a hot mess express, I like to say. Um, so I, I went to um, college and got my undergrad and my master's in international development. So I kind of did the, the path of go to college, got the dream job at United Nations and on Capitol Hill and was just doing the thing. It's got married, just living life for others. Um, and inside I was super, super miserable. Like on the outside, I looked like my life was perfect. Um, but yeah, inside, if anyone had known, like the thoughts that were going through my head, super lack-minded, um, super internal, very like, um, me, me, me. Like what, what can I get out of this? Like how, how can I get more happiness? But like, I was getting it from like, from, you know, college, lots of drugs, lots of alcohol, lots of boys, and still not fulfilling my cup. So, you know, I, I graduate and get the job and then I then start leaning more towards um, like my my fix was buying clothes. I became like just like a shopping addict. So I mm. just kept chasing things to make me happier. Um, like numbing kind of out. Sh- 
right? Yeah, straight up numbing out. Like, oh yeah. Like avoiding all the feels. Any feeling, I was like, shop, 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 like online shop. Like heaven forbid, I actually like look inside. I was so far from (laughs) self-aware. Like I was just living in my own like zombie bubble, like clueless to anything outside of me. Um, And so I I created a, I joined a gym on January 1st of, uh, I think it was what, like 2014, um, just to kind of get some energy moving because I ended up being miserable at my nine to five, um, realizing I was just on the wrong path and where the hell am I? But I didn't know how to get out. Um, Joined a gym, created a fitness Instagram. um, And all of a sudden that just like blew up. People loved my my gym outfits. Um, So then that led into creating my first online business, unintentionally tailored fitness. um, And then super long story short, I was able to quit my nine to five with about a year of making that Instagram account and take on tailored fitness full time. So at that point I was kind of like, Oh my gosh, this happened. Like, what do I do? What am I very like imposter syndrome? So I'm just kind of like going with the flow and, but still like seeking outside validation. And so it wasn't until about, um, probably, you know, four years ago at this point that I read the book, um, the Esther and Jerry Hicks, like law of attraction books and the secret. And I watched the secret one time on like on Netflix or whatever. And I was like, what is this world? And I became obsessed. So it made me realize my relationship with money was super toxic because every time I wanted more of it to be able to live a life of just abundance. Um, but the second I would get it, I would spend it. Like it was just this, like I was repelling money, but wondering why I wasn't making more. So kind of learning, okay, I get my relationship with money. I need to work on that. But then I also realized my relationship with the universal laws in general was really like skewed because I didn't even know that they were a thing. Like I was like, like laws of the universe, what the universe? Like I thought that was just stars. So I was again, very beginner. So I just started reading all of the books. Um, soaking up all the knowledge because I'm very like into, um, I love science. Um, and so when it's science backed and kind of woo woo at the same time, I'm like, yes. And oh so gosh, just yeah. I'm obsessed with those two worlds as I'm wearing a crystal around my neck. Um, I I'm just like obsessed with those. I mean, like, literally crystal on your chest. I love it. Huge. So it's massive. Um, and so I just, yeah, I became obsessed. And once I started to tap in with what the thoughts that I was putting out. So I kept putting out like, I need, you know, love from other people. I need attention from other people. I was like, I was telling the universe, Hey, I'm not loving myself. So I need other people to love me. And like the universe was like, okay, here's a bunch of attention from people. That's what you asked for. Right. So going about it the wrong way. So I realized how I, I had to take responsibility for where I got in my life, um, married the wrong person, ended up getting a divorce um, for that reason. And so I learned so much around not only m- money and health and relationships once I tapped into the law of attraction and manifesting. Now I've manifested my my true soulmate, like my absolute soulmate goosebumps um, and everything I can imagine, my dream car, all of the things because of the law of attraction and my mindset 100%. So now it's my, it's my obsession really to help other people do the same. Cause I'm like, I was on the other side of living paycheck to paycheck, miserable. And now I'm like, just lo- fucking love and life, which we all should be and deserve to do. So I'm just like, everyone like hop on the train, let's start manifesting and get your how to do that. It's kind of where I'm now I'm back the tools that I've been reading and soaking up the past four years. So good. So if someone's just starting out with manifestation, so say if they're like just starting to read the books and 
they're trying to put in the principles and they're like, okay, I'm starting to see a little bit, but I cannot keep the momentum. So this is what I see a lot, right? And even in my life, there's some aspects of my life where I'm like, I got this on lock. And then some aspects are like, okay, this is shaky. (laughs) So we need to like build that momentum. What would you tell someone who feels like they just get started and then it like cuts off and then they get just get started and it cuts off? Yeah. So kind of look at your, I'd recommend first, just like one way to kind of step back and look at all to figure out which pillars are kind of fucked up. So write in like an, even get like old school, get an Excel document. Um, and I write down that. what pillars are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I guess literally like, it's like, you, you gotta see what's fucked up to be able to fix it. Right. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, so yeah, open up an Excel doc and write down each column as a different, um, area of your life. So again, money, love, um, um, your emotions, your physical appearance, your business, all the categories you can possibly imagine. And just start kind of like jotting down um, what are some beliefs you have about each of those? What are some amazing things you have about each of those? What are some things that you wish weren't happening that aren't so fucking fun in each of those? So then you'll be able to see, okay, which one has like zero positive things about it because it's fucked up. So then you kind of dive into do one at a time. And I recommend kind of like working on one for like a week, a month, and then moving on. That way you can give it your undivided attention and, and, and weed through the shit that kind of has, has been blocking you. So say it's like, you know, money. So that's like, you know, everyone needs money to live and keep the lights on. So say you, you know, you've got the shit unlocked, you're making an income, maybe you have your own online business, you hit your first 10, you know, five figure month. And then the next month you're like, fuck, I thought I had the shit unlocked on. I thought I was like manifesting and like yeah. calling in more money. What in the world? What am I doing? So that's when you look at that list and you have to be super honest with yourself. Like what are your beliefs around money? Do you think that there's more than enough to go around or do you think you have to hustle, hustle, hustle to get your money and then keep it? Like there are two extremes, it's lack and abundance. So first become aware of which ones are, are you know if they're negative, if it feels kind of ugh when you read it, if you're like, yeah, I have to hustle to make money. That doesn't feel good. Even when I just say that out loud, that yeah, doesn't like, feel good. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, right? I'm like, ugh, get it out of my bubble. Um, so then when you acknowledge it, that's when you, then you do, do one little, you know, little hard piece at a time. You said that, okay, so this is my opinion on money that I have to hustle. Why? So then you get curious. Why do I think that I need to hustle to make money? Okay. Um, I, you know, saw my parents working really, really hard, you know, 80 hours a week and barely making, you know, enough money to live. So I saw that in order to get even just a little bit of money, they had to hustle. So then you think, okay, is that true? for everyone? Or is that just something I was modeled and then took as my, my assumption? So then you kind of look at other people. Who do you, who aspires you? Who's, you know, a podcast host that you love, like Lewis Howes that's doing the thing, like, you know, that kind of thing. And then you're like, okay, they're probably not working eight hours a week because they're, they're being smart with their time. And if they can be making millions of dollars, then clearly hustle to make money isn't a thing. So then you can be like, well, that's not a truth. X that one out. That is now a belief that is no longer to hold you back from making money. And then kind of go through that. And once you get through your different blocks around that column, then get in the mindset, okay, creating affirmations, especially around money. So you're like, okay, I hit that you know, $10,000 last month. I, I got through my blocks. I get it. I don't need to hustle. Now, what are some affirmations and intentions I can set and tell the universe? Like, we can't just ask the universe to give it. We have to command the universe. Like if you're just like, Hey, I would like more money, please. The universe is like, okay, 
I'll give you that feeling of wanting more money. And then you're like, but, but I asked the universe. You have to command the universe. I command you to make me a money magnet and have money come into me. And you got to feel it and believe it and know it. And from then on out, that is when you get over that hump of feeling stuck. Um, and you're like, what am I doing? Is going through those different steps. Again, for every single one of those columns, that process works. It just, when, it, when blocks come up again, which they will, you just go through the process again. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. So when we first talked, we talked about how like the 99% can fuck you up. Yeah. So let's talk a little about like, what does that even mean? 99%? Like, what does that mean? What does it mean to like command the universe? Cause like, Oh dear God, is this selfish? Like I remember I had such a deep, well, I like was raised Roman Catholic. So I had this like deep, like I call it like Catholic guilt, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so the Catholic yeah. guilt. Oh dear God. Like you're going to be smited. Like if you want anything, you're going to be smited. Like it was just so funny. And just uh. like, a really strict Italian, like Roman Catholic family, like super. Oh my God. Funny. You got double dose, double right, dose. Double so. dose. <laughs> we got the Italians. We got the Roman Catholic, right? Like we're just double dosed, right? And it's so funny. And so I, I thought I would always feel this Catholic guilt of me actually like wanting something and being like, I want this because I want it and and, and taking away that self-sacrifice. And I still catch myself doing this Mm -hmm. where I feel myself saying, I want this. So I almost like overexert and over push and control and try to like really force things because there's this belief instilled, like I came out of the womb with this belief, like instilled at birth that like I must sacrifice in order to get what I want. Right. So what was that for you that like 99% or that like commanding and removing all that like gunk that was just clouding those beliefs so you could actually step it to the hundred percent. What was that like for you? Yeah. Yeah. So first, before I dive into that, I love that point you just said of, um, of wanting and wanting and wanting and not in it feeling selfish at first like that. I yeah. want to touch on that really quickly because that was beautiful Do because, yeah. because the universe, God, whoever, um, you know, like for a while I was like, I, my dad's a pastor, not anymore. Long story short. Um, so I was anti-God for a long time. Like when I first got married, God was not allowed to be in the wet. Like the word, you, no one was allowed to say God in my yeah. ceremony. Like that's how it was like a dirty word, part. right? Yeah. yeah. Was like, when you go yeah. through that, it's like, yes. I have like a super Catholic family. We, we talk about when you yeah. have these religious beliefs and they don't, you're like, but wait, like for me, I remember reading these like crazy, crazy chapters and the way that people would talk about the Bible. And I'm like, well, I don't believe that that's how it yeah. is. So I guess I'm not invited to this Catholic party. So I, it was this, even in high school, I remember me being very uncomfortable with the word God or like mm-hmm. any Bible or mm-hmm. anything that was quoted in religion or just feeling that like, uh, because it felt like I couldn't have my own version of that belief, or I was not allowed to believe something different than what I was told or read the Bible in a different way or something like that. It was like, this is how it is. Congratulations. Like this is the only option. And if you're not in, you're out. And it was very like forced upon almost not in this way that people were like, you need to do like, it wasn't like that. Like everyone has their own beliefs and obviously it's instilled in like a generational thing too. But I just remember feeling like swamped with this like religion was a very heavy thing. Religion was a very like intense thing. So I didn't want to be 
a part of any of that, right? And I bet you, you probably relate, especially having a dad that used to be a pastor. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just like, I remember at a young age, like feel like, um, yeah, just feeling guilty for wanting anything. And, and God was going to like, you know, make me a horrible person if I wanted to make millions of dollars. And I believe that at a really young age, because at a young age, I like, you know, I, I truly believe our soul picked our body um, to live this experience. And if you have a thought of what you want to be and you visualize it, and you see it, that means it's yours to live. So I remember as a little girl, like traveling the world, having multiple nonprofits, having millions of dollars to be able to put back into the world. And I remember kind of having those visions, but then like church would be like, you know, like, do, do like, you know, you shouldn't be making millions of dollars. If so, you need to put it back in the church. And I remember just being like, feeling guilty for wanting money. So I had a very unhealthy relationship with money. And so now it's the point where I've re, I have a different relationship with God, source, um, the universe. I tend to kind of go back between the universe. And I'm reading actually the book, Conversations with God, which is fucking epic. Is it good? Read oh it. Oh my God. Should I read I'm it up- or audio, audible it? Uh, audible it. It's because okay. of the conversation. So I actually audible the very, my very first audible um, ever. I listened to Conversations with God book one. I mean, I'm, on, um, I'm reading book two. So anyone who kind of wants to feel less guilt, first of all, actually around money, that book is amazing. So, oh, so I firmly believe that, that um, yeah, it's so good. So the, the God universe wants us to live a life that makes us feel good. And if that is making millions of dollars and traveling the world just because it makes, you don't even have to be a humanitarian. You just want to make millions of dollars just to travel the world. Mm-hmm. Like, then that's what God wants for you because he just, he, she, it wants you to be happy. That's it. That's it. So I love that you said, you know, it was hard to say, I want, I want. Um, so what happens then when... It's like we, a forbidden fruit. Like think of like the Adam and Eve thing. It was like, well, I'm yeah. going to fuck this up for everyone. <laughs> if I want this, like it's, I'm going to fuck it up for everyone. Like this is yeah. the forbidden fruit. This is the apple or like whatever. It just felt like I'm going to get kicked out of the emotional garden <laughs> if I want something out, like if I want something. And it's so funny. And then that yeah. like shame of like wanting something more. And it's so funny because... I read that story now, like not to like make this a whole religious thing, but I think it's super important that I read this now and I'm like, oh, like there, they were like naked. They were living life. They were super happy. They were just loving everything. And then like this apple that I thought for the longest time was wanting more was actually fear. Like that was the thing. It was like fear and like how fear is actually the devil. And I can go on a whole thing where I'm like the (laughs) biggest, like there's like that one, I think it's Drake, like the quote that's like, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing women that they look better with their makeup or whatever. That's, oh, just getting back a more quote. But it's like for me, right? Like so good. But for me, yeah. it's like the biggest trick that the devil ever pulled is like making us feel like we're not good enough or making us feel like our desires are wrong or like making us feel like there's like something bad is going to happen. Like wh- whether you believe in good and bad or whatever, but that fear, mm-hmm. that's the apple. It's not wanting more. It's like, and the fact that that, is so fucked up and like taught in such a different way is also just like all an illusion. Like it's just an illusion. Oh, it's a hundred percent illusion. And the thing is, is if we wouldn't know what love and abundance and joy and happiness is without fear or hate yes. or negativity. So we have to have that in order to feel abundant. So we have to go through lack mindset stages. And that's what every single one, no, not a single one of us was born with a money mindset or an abundance mindset. Like it's just not a thing because of society and parents and everyone trying to do the best they can to show us like what is capable of. But in order to know an abundance mindset, you have to have a lack. So if anyone listening is like, 
yep, I have a really toxic relationship with money. Um, I have a major lack mindset, like a place to be, because that means that you get tap into the abundance. You'll be able to feel it and pull it in 10 times more because you know what it's like to be on the other side. Um, so when it comes into to wanting money is first let go of like the fear around wanting money. Like money is just money. It's just energy to be able to, you know, give that money to someone else. Like I invest in coaches. I go to Reiki every week. Like I, like mm-hmm. I spend money on things that I get a service for and that person then gets to keep their lights on. And like, it's, it's just, it's just a piece of paper that. of energy. Like it, people make money a bigger deal. Than it is, and yes, someone in a lack mindset is going to hear that and be like, "Yeah, you say that because you have no." Nope, I say that because I've been in a lack mindset. Um, and when you make that quick switch, which I'll give some tools on how to, obviously a little bit, but I promise you, like, don't lose hope right now. Um, so, kind of going and bleeding into that ninety-nine percent. So, when you command the universe, so say, "Okay, I heard you, Taylor." You say, "Don't ask, but command the universe." Okay, so I'm commanding. I'm telling the universe what I want, but here I am, and nothing's happening. I'm not happier. I'm not creating abundance in my life. And so you're sitting there, like, "Ugh, like it doesn't work." Well, you're sitting there, "Ugh, it doesn't work," because that one percent of you didn't actually believe it. So that 1% so ma- it so freaking matters more than, than people realize. It's just like an affirmation intention. Yeah, at first, it's not going to feel believable. You're like, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. Like, <laughs> I am you're just like, oh, you're like, yeah. I'm this a money magnet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're just like so annoyed. You're like, this is stupid. This is embarrassing. I hope no one hears me. <laughs> um, you're going through all the, you know, the human yeah. uh, thoughts. And so... But that's okay. But as long as you stay consistent with it, just like weightlifting or you're working towards any goal, consistency is key. And at first, it's going to be painful. You're going to be lifting the weights. They're going to be heavy. You're going to be like, oh my God, when am I going to ever see changes? But you keep going to the gym and you lose the fucking weight. So same with abundance and manifestation mindset for that 100% is you get 1% one day, 2%. And before you know it, you know, after 30 days of doing that 31st day, you're like, okay, I feel this. And when you actually feel it, you start to tell the universe, I'm ready. I'm an open door, bring in the abundance. Because if you have that 1%, that's like, it's like the door, you know, like the, like a hotel, like imagine this, a hotel door that has like a chain where you lock it. Like you got the door open, but the chain's still on there. And you're just like, mm-hmm. why is no one coming in the door? It's mm-hmm. because you still have that chain hooked. And the second you're like, okay, I surrender. I, I am ready for abundance. I believe in the law of the universe, um, then it flows in. And it's not, not will-will. I mean, it's, you, it, everything's energy. This, my cup is energy. Mm-hmm. Everything's energy. And when you, when you bring your vibration, your energy, your actual not woo-woo like energy, but your vibrations to a level of confidence that money will come into your life, the universe, like imagine there's like little wavelengths all over the universe stacked up on top of each other. And people that make a lot of money, their vibration's super high. So guess what? Every other human in scenario that's at that level two is like vibrating with you. So you have no choice but to attract situations that match that level. It's, that's law. Um, and you have, but you have to believe it and just know that is leaves aren't just like blowing in the wind for no reason. They're actually, there's energy in them, keeping them alive. Um, and so just like us, so it's kind of like those scenarios when you are like, you know, I would really love to get a job as, um, you know, working at a coffee shop, whatever. Um, and so you're at like the grocery store and you hear someone in front of you talking about how they're quitting their coffee job at that shop. And you're like, oh, that means that there's an open spot. Boom. You start to all of a sudden 
bring your wavelengths up to situations and then that's when income comes. That's when manifestation happens, when you meet the universe on the level that you want to be at, but you have to be 100% in. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love it. This is so good. I'm just so excited to share this. <laughs> so good. And I'm so happy to have you on the show. But so if someone's like, oh my God, I'm believing so hard. Like what the fuck? Like, where is it? Right. And they start to get that, to that like impatience and stuff like that. How would you get them back on track? Like, you yes. know what I mean? To get, cause I feel, especially, I just remember like when I first um, started learning about this, especially, I just remember being in my job and I would be counting the tails at my job. And I just want to preface this with be like, I did not steal anything, guys. Like, this sounds bad when I tell this story, but I swear. So I would like count the tails at my re- retail job and be like, ah, oh, I can feel the money. Like, pretend this is mine. Like, convince yeah. myself this is mine and all this stuff. And then I would be like, oh, right, I'm ready. And then nothing would happen. I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I did it. I pretended. I like had all the emotions, like I felt it in my body. Like this is stupid. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And that, how that, like, it's so funny. That's yeah. why I love the 99% will fuck you over. Cause it's like, I felt it. I felt it. And then that 1% yeah. I put my focus on and it like brought me back to like nothing. So if someone's in that pattern mm-hmm. of always focusing on the 1%, right when they're just about, it's like a loading, um, it's like loading a, like a new software or whatever you're like yeah. one, one yeah. minute left and you're like well cancel like yeah. I'm like whatever right it's too bad I guess I just will never be able to install this um so what would you tell someone if they're constantly in that cycle and they like yeah. are almost unaware of being in that cycle because at the time I didn't yeah. understand that I was in the cycle a couple months ago in other areas of my life I was like yeah. oh my god I'm in the cycle <laughs> so what would you share with someone some tools, tips, or whatever that you can speak to on that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind, I'm like, I'm like in my head, I'm like, which one? Um, the first <laughs> an easy one that people can do right when they hop off the podcast. Um, and you've probably done something similar, but not 100%. So it's visualizing what your ideal day, not your life, not what kind of like job you have, just a day. What would your perfect day look like? Is that, you know, you, you wake up, you look at your bank account, it's got $6 million just sitting in there, like just hanging out and more is coming in. Then you get up, you have coffee in your mansion in Malibu, whatever it is, like actually sit there and see it. This is like, sit there for like 20 minutes, go through every single step, go through every human you interact with, go through every feeling that you have. Like, oh my God, I'm feeling abundant. Like, you know, I'm getting on a, a call with a business partner and we're creating a new business. Without see, guilt, right? Without like, guilt. You are just, yeah. yes, you are in it. Like, like it is happening right now with so much love in your heart. Like you're not, what if, well, that's not possible. Like don't block yourself and being like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's silly. I could never have a house in Costa Rica. Like the second you do that, you're like, you're fucked. So <laughs> you are fucked. Yeah. And like, so when you, when you have those pop up, just acknowledge it. Be like, okay, right now I, I feel myself doubt coming up. I'm going to just hold you and put you aside for right now. For right now, this 10 minute time, I just need you to not, not be here. So don't resist it, but just set it aside for now. That mm-hmm. way you can then get back into it. So don't bash yourself for falling off track during the visualization project process. It's going to happen. Um, 
but just befriending it. And so as you go through that, and then afterwards, get out a journal or a Word doc, whatever you like, and start to kind of write down what you visualize, what you saw, what you felt. And then in another document, see what actually is in your life right now that kind of matches it. If you're like, I go to yoga on the beach, but if you go to yoga right now in the middle of the city, that's cool. You're still going to yoga. So start looking at what you have right now that somewhat matches it. And then the pieces that um, you would like to have you know, more abundance in your life, if you'd like to have more love, pull those out. And then just like you do with goal setting, work backwards. So say you know, your dream is in that house in Costa Rica, which is one of my, my visions is I'm going to have like a jungle home in the middle of the jungle of Costa Rica. And so I I have a picture of it and then you, you work backwards. Okay. What would then that step before that? Okay. Having like getting hiring a realtor that lives in, you know, that lives down there. Okay. Going backwards. What town would I want the house to be in? Okay. Go, you go backwards until at this point right now. And maybe my next step would be to Google small towns in Costa Rica. And that would be my step number one. And then just to feel it out. So it's, again, goal setting. So if you feel like you're getting off track, like it isn't working, have fun with it. And remember that you have a whole lifetime to achieve your goals. You don't have to start manifesting millions of dollars right now. It's just knowing that it's going to come. Like I'm not in a rush to, to buy that Costa Rica home because I know it's going to come one day. Like when it comes, if I'm 40 whatever. I know one day I will be sitting in that home. So until then, I'll take actions when needed, maybe once a month, kind of tap back into it. Um, see, and I'm going to be going to like a retreat in Costa Rica to check out a town down there while I'm down there for a retreat. So just start doing things that start kind of getting you in that bubble. And that way you're constantly putting um, energy and attention out to the universe. Like, hey, this thing that I want, universe, I, I, I know I'm commanding it, but right now I'm, I'm, I'm still taking little steps towards getting there. And the universe is going to then give you opportunities to, to, to dabble in those little steps. Like, so for example, my Costa Rica, I set the intention, hey, I'd love to start kind of doing some more stuff in Costa Rica just to make sure that is the, the country I want to have a house in, what area. And all of a sudden, a couple of retreats, emailed me, no freaking joke. and was like, Hey, like, have you ever thought about hosting a retreat? Like you have a great tribe. And I was like, actually, yes. So once you tell the, and honest to God, like I didn't do anything like that. That was it. I just set the intention and told the universe, um, Hey, I'm ready to start working on this goal that I've set and it will give it to you, but you have to visualize it and believe it first and then take action steps every day, every other week, whatever that is. I love that because even like the hustlers, like I said, I'm such a, like a death grippy hustler person because I'm like, I'm working really hard. Watch me work, work really hard. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Right. So just that, and I love like the reverse engineering my goals because I always do that, but adding that within the process, like, and allowing yourself to have fun with it and go through yes. those levels of like, Oh, what would that look like? What would that be? So this is so funny because I've been talking recently on the podcast and a lot of live streams. So people who are listening right now, they'll know, but I would love to hear your opinion on this. Um, when entrepreneurs get in the income goal hustle, like, uh-huh. I feel like, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Like, I'm sorry. I can't think about anything except for my income goal. I'm going to go take a bath right now because hashtag self-care the entire time. I'm going to be thinking about my income goal. It's like, I'm going to go on a date with my significant other, but I'm going to be pissed the whole time because even though I'm hashtag self-caring with my, with my spouse, I'm thinking about my income goal. So people who are maybe in that right now, who are like, I have been obsessing about this income goal for so long. I've been 
death gripping this program, whatever that they're selling or sharing or whatever for so long. I've been holding this dream for so long that now it feels like it, there's no way it could come or the fact that it's just like a stressor in their life constantly right now because they don't see it yet. Mm. What would be their first step to like ease off and like go into this play and fun? Because I know from experience and from talking to a lot of my friends recently too, it's like once you're in there, it's like, what is fun? What is play? What is life? Can I breathe? Who knows? Like It's like, I don't even know. Yeah. It, it, oh my God. You hit the nail on the head. Like all that. I'm just like, yeah. Right. I'm um, like, you'll, you'll totally get this. And I would love yeah. to get your perspective. Just absolutely. Like I, I, that is such a thing that so many people struggle with that don't mm-hmm. talk about it. So I love the fact that you're even talking about it. Um, and so when you get into that, and I, I've been there, um, it was actually probably just it's funny you bring that up. Probably a year ago, I was like super in that, like, oh my God, like I had, you know, had hit my, like that year before I had hit my first like six figure year. So I was like, okay, I got to double my income this year. So I one up myself. Like, I got to one up myself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I was just like, I, and I would hit it effortlessly every single month on goal, but I would still be like, oh my gosh, but this, I'm like, okay, okay. like mm-hmm. simmer down. So I, I 100% am, it, it was in that. So I feel you. So what you kind of do with that is my personal shift. And this is a shift that I take a lot of clients through too, because it's a very common thing, especially when you first start out. Um, a, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, am I going to make my goal this, this month? Mm-hmm. Is first, I tell myself and them, surrender. And that's the worst answer to possibly give to someone who's in it. Because they're like, really? Surrender? What are does you, that mean? Are you kidding me? How can, how can I go back? Yeah, yeah. Self-care. <laughs> Straight up. Like, how can I surrender? How can I surrender right now? Are you kidding me? Surrendering is not going to bring in money. I hear everyone right now being like, you're out of your fucking mind, Taylor. Yeah, you like, um, no. That was like the worst answer ever. But this is the thing. It's the only answer because when we resist and we want something and we're like chasing after it with a tight hold grip, like you're like, you see that income go and your hands are bleeding because you're pulling in the rope so hard. You are emotionally drained. You are physically drained and you're like, but I'm so close to my goal, but nothing else in your life is going great because you're so obsessed with that. Mm -hmm. The second you surrender and tell the universe and yourself, Hey, you know what? It's gonna work out. And again, everyone's like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I like, I promise the second you just like let go of that grip, that bloody grip, and start kind of tapping, doing so the sentence, um, you know, what is insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. If you are gripping on to that rope and you're like, why am I still going crazy? because you're doing the same thing every day. And so here's the thing is when you let go of that grip, it's going to be so fucking hard at first. You are going to be like, you're going to be like a crackhead coming off of crack. You're going to be like, I need my fix. I need to hold on to the grip because that makes me feel safe. So we hold on to something. It makes us feel safe because we're like, okay, if I'm holding on to this and obsessing about this income goal, like that's under my control because my obsession is my control. And when we feel like we're, right, if we feel like we're in control, everything is going to work out. But, but then we're like, it's just this vicious, ugly fucking cycle. And we're still miserable. Um, so really, I just picture like someone sitting on the ground and being like, if I stare at this door long enough, it will open. Like instead of opening the door, (laughs) but if I stare at it, I can control that. So I'm going to stare at this door. 
Yeah. Like spot on. And it's like, and, and so you, but you tell a crazy person that and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll open the door. And, but that's also like equivalent to someone being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get it towards me. I'll keep pulling. And then the other person's like, you're fucking crazy. I'm trying to help you. (laughs) Um, And so yeah, surrendering and releasing it. And, and before you do it, you actually need to kind of like give yourself permission. Cause like I said, it's going to be fucking hard. So you have to give yourself permission and be like, okay, when I surrender, I am probably going to have a panic attack. I'm probably going to stress about, am I going to make money? You're going to have all of the feels, but if you go into it, knowing that and already kind of giving yourself permission, Hey, when you feel the feels, sit in them, feel them. But then this is, I, I have to do this mm-hmm. to become a better version of myself and call in actual um, relaxed abundance, I like to say, versus forced abundance. Um, so when you do that and you surrender and like you have to kind of commit to this, I always recommend for people is no less than like 21 days. It's kind of creating a habit. So for 21 days, anytime you feel like you're about to grip back onto that rope, you're just going to surrender and be like, okay, what can I do today that's different than I did the day before? So that means playing. That means the second you start to panic about, are you going to hit your income goal? You go and you sit down, you color, you go for a walk and easier said than done. But again, breaking a habit is hard. So you have to know that. So going in there and, and, and just pick up a just because, um, just to kind of tap into something else. So start tapping into other things. And here's what happens. Not only does it allow you to be in the present moment and teaches you to be in the present moment because you're, you've kind of released that obsession, but then clarity comes in, ideas come in and you're like, oh my God, that idea for this course, that's so, that's amazing. I'm totally going to do that. And then when you do that, you're like, oh, well with this new course, I'm definitely going to hit that income. So I'm not even worried about it anymore. But when we block ourselves from that creativity on new ways to create income effortlessly versus like, how do I do it? Um, yeah. It comes in. It truly does. And it's, it's say you have, you do a lot of one-on-one coaching and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to get that one more client this month because one, like, you know, their contract lapsed or whatever. And just remind yourself, if I did it before, I can do it again. If I did it before, I can do it right now to know that they're going to come and then take action, not just be like, okay, bring me the client. Where's the client? You like you surrender, but then actually take action. Does that mean making sure you're on IG Live every single day for five minutes? Does that mean you're sending an email out every single day to your email list? Taking action, but with a loving and surrendering way you are 100% going to call in clients versus the resisting way. Like clients and clients, like potential clients can feel that shit. If you're like, work with me, they're like, no, you're terrifying. <laughs> um, and they can feel it in your energy on IG lives. They can, re- they can feel it. So it's like, you just, you've got to get in the zone of, of surrendering for just 21 days. And after 21 days, if you're like, oh, fuck, that worked, you're going to keep doing it. Ever since I kind of had that breakthrough a little over a year ago, it's just, I mean, it's, Sometimes, yeah, it creeps up where I'm like, control, control, grab onto the rope. But then I'm like, it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and life gets easier. You work smarter, not harder. You go from working 10-hour days to three-hour days because you're not in that like obsession mode because it just it flows in. Mm, I love that. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> this whole this whole episode is just so good. Everyone needs to listen to it. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Everyone share it with your friends. I love it. No, and again, just re- again, it reminded the listeners like I know you. I, I'm sure people are like, yeah, easier said than done. Like blah 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 blah. Like I remember being the other side and hearing people talk like this, and I was like, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying that because you're on the other side. Like I didn't get here because I did not go through all that. I went through all that to get here. So it's good. It's going to be hard. It's going to be terrifying, but it's so worth it when you realize, oh fuck, I've been fucking myself over for a long time. Life is supposed to be easy and smooth. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny just giving yourself permission. I feel like there's a huge sense of relief too, just creating that space for yourself to just breathe through it. Right. And just allow yourself to feel human emotions. Cause even with like, I've been talking to a lot of like people at higher levels um, and just that feeling of you almost like you filter yourself through and you've probably done this because I totally do this too. And I caught my friends doing this where you filter yourself through your own coaching. So it's like you have a thought that is potentially fear-based and you're like, well, I can't say this out loud because I'm Danielle Driso and Danielle Driso doesn't think these things. So you're like, well, like you're trying to tell your friend how you feel and you're like, yeah, like this launch is like, you know, it's like going really good. And I think that like, it really (laughs) inside you're like, I'm dying. Yeah, you're like, oh, but you're like, oh my God, I have this reputation to protect or like this whatever to hold on to or this control of who I am in this world. Yeah. I have to let myself feel human emotions. And that's where we get disconnected from our voice. That's where we get disconnected from our bodies. That's where we get disconnected yeah. from the surrender. And that's when it feels so hard because you don't even know what surrender is because you're not even giving yourself permission to surrender to yourself. Like those human emotions are normal. And I explained it the other day to one of my friends, I was just like, it's so funny that you're filtering yourself because if you had a head cold right now and you were like snotting all over the place, I would just hand you a tissue and you would blow your nose and we'd like move on with the day. But like, because the head cold is like fear-based thoughts, you're like, I cannot blow my nose in front of anyone. So I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, blow your nose and move on with your day. It's all good. It's all good. Just human shit. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Oh my God, so um, good. Is there anything else so you want to good. share with the audience? Gosh, just like, just trust the process. And a good book recommend, actually a good book or recommendation that I read that kind of helped me also make that shift um, was The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. That my whole life. Yeah, that's a very good book around surrendering. Like she's like, surrender, surrender some more and surrender some more and then surrender some more. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and then maybe a little more. So it's, if you kind of need help with like what I talked about, that book will, um, it's like kind of what I talked about on crack on a, just a different, more spiritual level, but also a way that you can relate it to a business or your life or whatever that is. Um, but yeah, I love that you're just like, yeah, the one time in this episode when I talked about being on crack. Um, so anyways, this is like a more spiritual approach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. I love it. Hey, whatever. I'm like a big analogy person. So I'm like, whatever analogies work, I'm like, I I like it. Yeah, I love it. So if, it with, if a crack analogy works, then hey, you know, sometimes we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, I love it so much. So where can everyone find you? Like, what is your favorite place to hang out right now? Obviously, I'll put everything below in the show notes yeah. for people to come stalk you on everything. But what's your favorite place to hang out right now? Like, where are you like, I'm there all the time because it's so fun and I'm just there. You need to follow yeah. me. 
Yeah. So Instagram, just my jam. I'm like always chatting with people in DMs and I, I do stories like every day. I can't remember the last day I didn't do it. I do stories. Like just, it's like my, me sharing my whole day pretty much. And like going on like rants about abundance. And so if you kind of want to learn more about money mindset, I've taught, I've been doing a lot of lives lately around money mindset. Um, so that's, I am Taylor Simpson, like the show Simpson. Um, and then my podcast is a tailored adventure to happiness. So those are the two places, um, where I'm always hanging out and love connecting so if you listen to this come over and dm me i always like slide into the dms yeah slide into my my dms and uh i always actually reply and i try to reply in videos a lot of times so don't be terrified if i send you a video and you're like why is taylor what is this video gonna be of a duty, I promise. Um, so I just, I love connecting with people over there and chatting and kind of hearing like what your money issues are and blocks are and giving tips on how to, to move through them. And I have a free gift if there's a lot of business listeners or people wanting to start up a business. Um, cause I have an online business building must have checklist. It's like my favorite freebie I've ever made because I wish I had it when mm-hmm. I first started my business. So that's just at the Taylor slash free. And you can just download that. It's literally, you'll just print off a checklist of everything you need from marketing to branding to uh, strategies that you need to, to push through and start a business. Or if you have a business and you're like, I kind of hit some walls, you might be missing a few things. So yeah, there's, there's a free gift for the listeners. That's so good. They're going to love it. Love love this it. is so amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. This is fantastical. Yes. And I'm so excited to share this with everyone. Good. Well, thank you again so much, Danielle, for having me on. I love your light. I'm so happy to be your friend and to connect and just just grateful for you and the listeners for for hanging out and, and taking in some manifestation. Oh my God. Did everyone feel my heart just grow through sizes <laughs> like the Grinch? <laughs> I love it. Mine too. Mine too. <laughs> oh my God. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to hit end record and then we can chat. We can, we can chat in the day. So good. So good. but thank you everyone for listening i hope you freaking love this go follow her i will drop everything below bye guys bye i hope you love love loved that episode you want to come hang out with me a little bit more and maybe talk some more leadership love and unfiltered voice then you can go ahead and find me on social media at Danny Driuso. And I would love for you to come join me in my private Facebook community. This is where the conversation continues. Okay. So I'm always in there giving you guys live trainings and information and just making sure that you guys are fully supported in your business life and leadership. Okay. It's a totally free Facebook community and you can find the link below in the show notes to come join me there. And I would love, love, love for you guys to leave me a review if you feel so moved to and let me know how you are loving these episodes, okay? And maybe who you want to see on next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Unleash Your Voice podcast and go be bright, be bold, and be you.